You know, Jeff, there is a problem with the podcast. You know what this is? You have no idea. Uh, I guess uh, I guess um, you're right. I don't we, have an when idea. When we start, I'm going to explain to you what it is, okay? And um, Thank I mean, you for listening to the Fields Brothers Show. It just sounds kind of negative to me. You're just well, looking for problems. Yeah, I mean, yeah. kind of glass half empty day today. Yeah, huh, Raj? Not a little. <laughs> no, it's, it's, all, it's, it's kind of funny, but it's. Uh, um, I'll tell you what happened. So apparently, here's the problem. The problem is that sometimes our friends listen to the podcast. Oh, really? Ooh. I know. You didn't tell me that. <laughs> yeah. I, well, let me tell you what happened. So um, last week, just a few days ago, um, Lori and I went to Florida uh, to visit our good friends, uh, John and Gay, down in Port St. Joe, Florida. Yeah. Okay? And so um bit there, and so uh, John is talking to me, and then he lets me know that uh, golf came up. He lets me know that <laughs> he listened to our book, and he was he – was, Taking my side? He was chastising me a little bit for being too hard on you well, about good, the good, Masters good. tournament. That was the word from the Lord probably for And you, I thought, so. okay, you know, it's all right. So I, I'm, if I was too hard on you, I'd like to say I apologize for making fun – of this event where grown men go out and waste time and spend money <laughs> to get a green jacket. Okay, but I'm sorry, I you know. And then also, then he asked me, um, he, they have a dog. And real cute dog, Sienna. And, uh, and he's telling me, you know, but this dog, I said, well, where, what kind of dog is it? And I now I've forgotten again, but it's the, um, oh. Who got the dog in your family? Was it, was it um, Angela? Yeah, they got a dog. From some unique type of dog. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. But what's the name of the dog? It's a, I, it's I a, don't know. I forget. It's a... Oh, I can't believe I forgot the name of the dog again. But anyway, he ended up getting the same kind of dog. From the same place? No, no, no. Oh. It was the same place they bought this. But it's because he heard it on the podcast. Oh, really? And I said... Uh, <laughs> Well, what happened? He goes, do you not listen to your own podcast? And I said, well, actually, no, I don't. I don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. we. I mean, we forget. There is a therapy for- dog. You know, it's a, what is it? A comfort? Oh, I can't believe I forgot it again. But anyway. This, it's a mix of this yeah. and this. Well, I mean, it's a, you it's know, a, real cute, well-behaved dog. A, and so anyway. Uh, yeah, but. Yeah, occasionally I have a few clients that will, will listen to it that I forget that I've told them about it. Because I don't, I mean vast majority of clients don't know that i even have a podcast but occasionally a few do for some reason it's come up and then they'll say something oh i heard you and then i how'd you know oh that's right you listen to the podcast well so, do we need to give an introduction to this one or yeah well just go assume ahead. that just, everybody knows who just, we are yeah, and all just, that, no so. just go ahead and tell okay. them so uh we do uh, welcome you officially now to the fields brothers show podcast roger and i we're brothers um coming to you from central kentucky um, and we just enjoy talking about what uh, what we're discovering in the grace of God, the goodness of God, the grace and peace of, of God through uh, the work of Christ on the cross and the joy that that brings, the party that we are a part of and celebrating and hope that you celebrate with us. Speaking of celebration, Roger, this is not just any weekend right. for us. We are recording this one just a day before this podcast goes live. The podcast... Um, Drops on uh, March 3rd, so today is Saturday, March 2nd, and special day. What Do you want to tell folks what's special well, about March 2nd? it's our mom's birthday. Yeah. And so uh, it's going to be kind of a fun birthday, Jeff. Tell them what's going to happen here. This well, is a- and this is also, I, I'm assuming this crossed your mind too. I mean, there was a time 
uh, a little over two months ago that we didn't think we were she was yeah. going to be around to see this birthday. Right, right. And so, because she had a rough winter, we've talked about that before. Rough but, uh, Christmas. Uh, you know, rough Christmas. Almost lost her Christmas Eve. Emergency yeah. surgery on Christmas Eve and almost didn't make it, but she's she's doing really well now, so we're thankful she for that. She tells me she's 100%. And she had her hip replaced back in November, so that's good. So, um, so today that we're recording this March 2nd is her birthday. We're not going to tell exactly how old she is, but... Um, Roger and I are both in our in our what do you call it the sixth level level six we're level lives. sixes yeah. so so you can take a guess where our mom is yeah. but um, so we traditionally go out and, and uh, meet her at a restaurant she still drives she does real well and uh, lives on her own with her dog Barney and so we will meet tonight at Longhorn Steakhouse in Lexington and uh, treat her to a birthday dinner and enjoy the conversation with her but what she does not know and we're saying this now because she this podcast. By the time this podcast comes out, and she and she normally listens the first day. Yeah, it comes this is out. a huge She's secret right event. now. Yeah, so Massive she does not know secret. this right now. Okay, that um, all ten of her grandchildren. So I have six children. Roger has four. So mom and dad. Dad passed away almost ten years ago. So there was ten grandchildren. Um, they came up with this idea on their own. All ten grandchildren are going to congregate basically in her front yard while we are at the steakhouse, and so when she goes home. Uh, all 10 of her grandchildren will be there at her house and they will have matching t-shirts i'm told that say uh we love nanny or i love nanny or something like yeah. that with yeah, the heart love sign nanny. and all yeah. this they, your girls did that for you a few years ago didn't yeah. you on that yeah. and um actually they didn't say da- nanny they said dad on mine. oh there's okay so these aren't just leftovers no. from that. okay all right um and hers aren't going to say i love dad either so, okay <laughs> so yeah they'll say we love or i love uh, nanny and then they're going to have an evening just to um, to uh, be around her, and she will enjoy that. Um, one of my sons has flown in from Arlington, Virginia, just for this occasion. One of your daughters is driving up from Nashville just for this occasion, yep. I think. Fort, Fort Campbell. And yep. um, so uh, mom knows has no idea this is going on. And uh, yeah, what makes it really cool too is the spouses are taking care of their kids. Yeah. So it's only the grandkids. It's yeah. usually if they come over, yeah. you know, it's their kids and it's the spouses. Yeah. So this is just a kind of a reunion of all the, they call them the cousins, right. you know, my four and your six. And, and they, used to do they, these, they used to do game nights. Right. I was going to say yeah. so. So what, tell, so, tell well, about they, that. Well, they, they used to go over there, and we weren't allowed to attend. You know, right. It was only for the grandkids and their grandmother. Yeah, they skipped our generation. Yeah, they on skipped that night, so. And so they would go over there and just play board games and things. Yeah. And that was just always a lot of fun years ago. And so they're kind of recreating that. So it's just a big deal in our family. So I think it's a lot of fun, and I appreciate our, our kids putting this together. So we are thankful for our mom. I also learned, I learned just before I came here that this is also Texas, March 2nd is also Texas Independence Day. Bet you didn't know that. <laughs> no. So if there's any significance to that, that our mom was born on Texas Independence well, Day. What is Texas? Not, Texas is not independent yet. I mean, what do you mean? I, I don't know. I just saw it. It's on the internet. I don't well, know what it means. The, oh, don't ask me what it means. Oh, that means it's true. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. So I mean, on the internet. So happy birthday to mom. So. All right. She is the, uh, literally, you know, she is the founder of the Fields Brothers in so various anyways. ways. Well, so you got anything you want to jump into? I got plenty of content. If you come um, up short, you know, I'm just, uh, let me do one little off topic thing. I learned right. of a new phrase or new term the other day. This was an actual thing. I want to see if you've heard of it. This will be very educational for many and perhaps for you. Uh, the term Herkel Durkel. You ever heard of that? You know, it seems like it does sound familiar, but I have no idea what it means. H U R K L E Herkel. And then Durkel's D U R K L. What is it? Do you ever Herkel Durkel Roger? I don't know. 
I bet you do. I don't have a license to herkle darkle, so you don't I need probably don't. Oh, I, don't I, I, I bet you do this. I bet you might have done this this morning. It could be. Maybe yeah. today. Right. It's a Scottish term. It's an actual Scottish term. Herkle darkle is when you stay in bed after you wake up in the morning. Oh, I don't do that. So you're what? So I mean, the minute you wake, you're out of bed. Your feet are pretty on the floor. close. You never hang around in bed and grab your phone and whatever for a little bit. Not so, too much. Okay. Well, I, I'm, now I'm, I may what I may do is hop out of bed and go fix my green tea and sit down and maybe look at the phone. Kind back of, in bed. Not in back in bed. Okay. No. Okay. Well, that's what herkle durkles when you stay well, in I bed. I don't do. Her, I don't herkle durkle then. Well, I'm not a herkle durkler. <laughs> well, I, in the weekends, I, I often am. So right. <laughs> I'll, I'll admit to that. But anyway, I just thought that was an interesting press. So. Yeah. Um, and one other quick thing I saw on Babylon B that they have confirmed that there will be Bucky's in heaven. Did you see that? No. <laughs> it is a satire website, so everyone yeah. knows that. But that, that was, it was kind of funny. I, I was at Bucky's, I guess, it, twice this. It said heavens week. will have Bucky's, and it went on to say that hell will have Circle K's. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy so okay. i don't know if you want to get into the theology no, of that or i don't not, think so. we do okay all right well i'll let you uh i've got a few random things here but why, why don't you go well can i i want to give you a theory all right this is my personal theory that to me just makes a lot of sense and um i, I want to lay it on you and then tell you kind of where i got it, a little bit scripture i mean there's a whole lot of scripture you could bring into this but i call it the theory of the gap Jeff. Okay. Theory of the gap. Okay. Okay. So let's start like this. Now, would you agree that Scripture makes a lot of just stunning statements about who we are and what's real for us as believers? I mean, mm-hmm. starting with the fact we're in Christ. I mean, mm-hmm. what does that mean? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, we're a new creation. We By one sacrifice, we've been made perfect forever. We've been made righteous, mm-hmm. raised with Christ. I mean, there's just a few. Raised with Christ. Um, it says in Romans 8 that we've been made, a, made sons of God. You know, we've been in, in, in adopted as sons of God. So there's First some, John 3. Right. Yeah. So there's some amazing, first, let's start with that fact. There are just some stunning, jaw-dropping statements about who we are and what's real for us in Christ. Do you agree with that? Yes. So, all right. Would you also agree that there's a daily reality that, you know, does not always match that? Yeah. I mean, there's times, seem, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's times we're impatient, seem. selfish, crude we can be a worrier we can be judgmental we can be lazy i mean we can there is a gap and, and we have to acknowledge that that you know that, that there you know that our experience in this world on this planet is does not always match up with that reality right you with me so far yeah okay so then the issue has become how do you deal with that well traditionally we've done two things to try to deal with this gap so you have this gap that i think everybody would like to see filled somehow or closer anyway, just say closer, uh, that, that we don't want to see such a huge, vast difference between who the Bible says we are, what's real about us, and our daily experience. So what we've done is, typically in church, we've kind of tamped down, first of all, what the Bible says about us. For instance, give me one example. The Bible says you have been made righteous, very clear in Scripture, mm-hmm. made righteous. Well, we can't be letting that stand, so we got to <laughs> say, well, in God's eyes, yeah, he kind of sees you that way. In other words, he kind of winks like he knows you're a mess, but he just kind of – so go ahead, comment on yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that's, well, I mean that, that does – I think it is very sad a lot of times the way that's put sometimes, and sometimes it's kind of subtle, that God, God sees you as righteous and kind of implying – 
Yeah. You're not really righteous. Yeah, he you know, knows it, but he sees he, he, you. We that all kind way. of pretend together. It's kind of like that word you came up with that time. We all reminds pretend, me that yeah. uh, reminds me of the routine by uh, Brian Reagan at the emergency room. You know, what seems to be the problem? Yeah, well, right. what seems you know, and he goes, yeah, my as if, what's come on, as my if they're as if right. he's making up symptoms. What's yeah? So I, I mean, I, I'm with you on that. That all right? So we t- we we tamp that down. So whatever it is, you know, we don't th- we've not been made perfect forever, Jeff. I mean, yeah. really, you know, but and then so also. To close this gap, we try to boost up the bottom, and we, we boost up the bottom by mm-hmm. obligating people. To so you close people, the gap from both sides. Yeah, from both sides. Okay. We right. we try to squash the top down, okay. push the bottom up, okay. because right. we realize that people are not living always the way they should, seldom mm-hmm. the way they should, and so we've got to make sure. We said, well, you got to you got to be a, a disciple. You got to go through your discipleship program, mm-hmm. Jeff, because we got to push us up. You got to get more disciplined. You know, you've got to be uh, more faithful. You've got to have a prayer time to schedule. You got to have a schedule your Bible reading time. You get, and we give all kinds of principles and steps to try to bring up this bottom. Okay, so I'm that's what so we've far. got. That's what okay. we've got so far. We got this gap. We're trying to deal, and, that, and that's how we try to deal with it. Now, if you deal with the bottom and try to push the bottom up. That's really basically the law system. That That's a mm-hmm. performance-based, we got to do better. Try a little harder, do you a little more. Try a little harder, do a little more willpower, push up mm-hmm. this bottom, in which some cases does kind of get, can give you a little bump. And typically, a new believer will get a bump from that because they're so yeah. excited. So the, the, it's the Galatians 3. Yeah. You start in the spirit yeah. and you, you just can't resist right. trying to keep it going through right. our own. Yeah. And so the issue is very simple then. Um, how do you close this gap or does it even matter now i believe that this is kind of what it might be get paul might be getting at in philippians 3 now here's what he says he's always kind of was a little bothered by this verse but i kind of see it in a way now that I like he says i press on towards the goal of the prize of the upward call of god in christ jesus and we don't like you know, pressing on sounds like he's you're working or you're yeah. struggling but he does say that. I mean, that right. is what it says. I've wondered about that verse. That does seem kind of opposite yeah. of resting and that type of he thing. He presses so. on. So he, okay. he, he, he is, there's something he does want to attain or get to, mm-hmm. okay? He says, let those who are mature think this way. Mm-hmm. Interesting statement. And if anything you think yourselves otherwise, God will reveal it to you, okay? Now, the next line is the one we're going to focus on. But here's what I'm going to say before I read you this next line. You can do what you can go through life one or two ways as a believer. You can be focused on your bottom. How how do I how do I get to be better? You know how do I grow up? How do I spiritually mature? And everybody got a book out there about how to do that. You know, so my focus can be one of two ways. My focus can be my life on this planet, the 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 fact that I don't always seem to live up to who I am, or my focus can be on who I am and what God says about me is real. Okay now. I believe this, and here's the here's, here's my theory of the gap, that the gap is more way more likely to close when your focus is on who you already are, what's already true about you, what's already mm-hmm. been done for you. Definitely. Okay. Now, here's the last statement of this Philippians three, and I'm gonna give you one other scripture. He's only let us hold on to what we've already attained, what we've attained. Good. So he does say we're pushing on, but we've already attained. Yeah, and so the pushing is not a just I've got to do better and I got to have more works. I mean that's not and that's not even what Galatians or Philippians three is all about. If you read yeah. it, it's all about that we've been right. given righteousness. Take that's the, context the context of the whole of thing. Yeah. And so then when I get to scriptures and I'm still just kind of um, fascinated, I'm almost fixed on this statement in um, Colossians three where he says, 
I was going to read it to you, but I, well, here, maybe I wrote, have to have it written there somewhere. In Colossians 3, and verse 1, he says, if you've been raised with Christ, we've already talked about we have been, mm-hmm. you'll seek those things which are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God, set your mind on things that are above. Now, when he says set your mind on things that are above, he's not talking about heaven, just heaven in general. Yeah, I don't the, think he's talking about geographically yeah, above or yeah. like over top the ceiling or whatever. Yeah, he's, like, he's ta- God's way up there somewhere. Well, he's not He's not talking about a city of gold. Right. He's yeah. talking about the context there is where Christ is. So, so here's the thing. I can get up every day, one or two perspectives. I can get up every day and think, well... Hope I do better today than I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Hope I can just try a little harder, do a little more. What's God need for me today? How can I serve Him better? I can focus on my life on this planet, or I can get up and set my mind on things above, according to Colossians, and say, you know, I'm seated with Christ. Yeah, I've been raised with Him. That's where I am. Um, that's you know, that's my reality. It's not just a a fictional positional thing. It's not just a spiritual. You know, hyperbole, it's, that's where I am. Now, here's, let me give, say it to you this way too, you know, everything in life really ends up being an intersection of space and time. Have you ever thought about this or not? But if I say to you, Jeff, let's meet tomorrow at McDonald's. What are you going to ask me? You say, well, what time? Right? Yeah, and which McDonald's? It may I mean, be, yeah. yeah, well, which McDonald's? Yeah, yeah, we'll say the McDonald's, okay, the McDonald's on uh, Nicholasville Road. That's the space. Yeah, yeah okay. that's the space. You can say, well, what time? Well, yeah. Everyone say, Jeff, listen, let's get together tomorrow at 2 o'clock. You're going to say, where? where? Yeah. Everything is an intersection of space and time. That okay. You live your life in the okay. intersection of space and time. Yeah. All right. Okay. I mean, if there's an alligator at Main and 3rd, I don't care as long as I'm not there at Main and 3rd <laughs> at the same time. Okay. All right. So are you with me? Yeah, it I think really, so. So everything really is an intersection of space and time. Where are you at? Where are you at? And at what time? And I think what God says pretty clearly, even though we may not be able to comprehend it, is this is where you are. You're seated with Christ right now. That's the space. This is the time. This is not just a future thing. One day yeah. you'll be seated with him. Yeah. The time is now. Time is now. Yeah. And the place to see with Christ. All right, your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I like all that. And it's it's not pretending. It reminds me, I had something jotted down. And so this, so we're staying on this theme with you here. So I'm not changing topics with this. I saw something on the internet the other day, meme, and just... It's one of these memes that a lot of people will like. Oh, amen. Great. So glad and all this. But here's what it said. It tells me how, how you, you know, it says, quote, God knows the worst about you and still loves you. So when you see that, God knows the worst about you and still loves you. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, uh, but to I, me, that's saying. He doesn't see you any differently. He, well, he's, it, he just tolerates you. It's basically. saying yeah, you yeah. really are bad. Yeah, you really are. You really yeah. are a dirty, I mean, rotten sinner. He one, sees all of that, Roger, yeah, but yeah. he still loves you. Yeah. I mean, well, that is that is not the guy. You know, the that, gospel that's is certainly not yeah. the full gospel. That's yeah. not the whole thing. Yeah, that's and so and so. I mean, so what also came to mind as you were talking is that also the role of our relationships with one another and what the body of Christ ought to be out that we don't we're not constantly, you know, trying to push up from the bottom end and, and making people try to do it, but we're trying to help them focus on who they are yeah. and help them see who they are in Christ. And, you know, it's the difference between, and, and Phelan Daugherty has talked about this, you know, when you go away from a, or you leave a sermon or hear someone teach or whatever, do you walk away focused on yourself and what you need to do? Or do you walk away focused on Christ and right. who he is and what he's done. So that's, those and, are and, I, and I totally, I totally see that. And I believe that. And I've seen that. I guess I, what I'm now seeing a little more clearly 
is this what, what's your what is your mindset i mean that, yeah. i love that term yeah. and what's your mindset is your mindset and i got i mean a lot of times my mindset is still but even though i know doctrinally and i know scripturally a lot of what the bible says anyway of who we are and what christ has done for us i still had a mindset of well what do i got to do today hope i can do it you know your mindset can mm-hmm. still be different from your overall overarching belief does that make sense Say that again. Your your mindset oh, can yeah, still be okay, something yeah. different. So yeah. mindset is something where I'm deciding, what am I going to think about? Yeah. I mean, everything that you see in this world, everything is will start off as a thought. Everything starts with a thought. When somebody builds something, creates something, mm-hmm. does something, everything starts with a thought. Thoughts pretty much start everything. And so what you think about does matter. And what I'm saying is, if you think about, set your mind on where you are at right now, um, that will do more to close the gap than anything you can do to push from the bottom. Yeah, okay, a couple thoughts along those lines. Uh, makes me think of the verses, you know, transformed by the renewing of your mind. I mean, that's where the battle is, you right. know, in, the, in our thinking and all that. And Paul talks about in Ephesians, Colossians, you were alienated in your minds, you know, that we've, and, and so that's where the, the transformation comes from as we get our thinking more in line with the truth of who God is and who we are. But also, I, I think, when I think, okay, now I need to think about this, you know, we can almost turn that into a yeah, kind of a thing saying, to do. Okay, not, now I have to think about this or not. And so I need to make sure I get up in the morning to read my, no, and you I'm know, not and saying I don't there. mean it right. that way at all. I'm yeah. just saying that I would say it this way. It helps me to be able to just look at my mindset. And I, to me, that is the best way I can interpret Paul's statement to press on, you know, that I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying this is my mindset. Is I'm not doing anything to earn anything. I'm not getting closer to God. I'm in Christ. I'm not doing anything. But it does make a difference on my experience on this planet when I cha- when I take pay attention to what I think about. And I think the for me the takeaway too is the the clear, simple way of having my thinking in line with who I am is just to look to who Christ is. I mean, we think about who He is, what He's done. That you know, when we see who he is, that answers the question of who we are. That we were in him, we died with him, rose with him, he became one with us, God became man. And so you start thinking in those lines, then you yeah. you know that, that's right. kind of natural. Then I'll, I'll give you another theory about this, okay? Just uh, but you know, I'll, I'll, I've always been a little perplexed, to be honest with you, about the ascension. Okay, I thought, why was that so? Why why, mm-hmm. why did he not just fade away? You know, just. Why do they have to go to some location and see him lifted up so that we can, you know, what was that all about? And so I believe now that a couple things that's about. One, I think Jesus wanted to make it very clear to him, to them, that he was not on this planet like he had been. He is off this planet. And I believe that the, the picture was he is re- ascended to the throne with God. Father's right now, yeah. I was right. And they wanted to know, and they, I mean, he wanted it clear to them that he's not going to be walking around here anymore like he did before, that he has ascended to the Father. And so when you read statements later that you're in Christ, well, where is that at? You're not down here in Christ. You're up there in Christ. I'm going to the Father, and you're coming with me. Yeah, you know. (laughs) And now I don't want to get into this right now, but this, I think, there again, just my opinion, this plays into a lot of what people have done with the second coming because there's always been a uh, you know, I, the Plymouth brethren apparently that came up with the one, the whole secret rapture idea where Jesus comes back takes 
for his church, takes him away for seven years, yeah. then comes back with his church. We, he, they had to figure out, well, he can't come back for him and with him at the same time. Well, actually, he can. <laughs> you know, actually, he yeah. can do it all at one time if he wants to. And I'm not saying that's how it's going to play out. I'm just saying that, you know, we just don't have a mentality or a focus that we are seated with Christ, even though it's crystal clear in Scripture. I mean, the verse in Ephesians, he says, He has raised us up with Him and seated us with Him, space and time, in the heavenly place in Christ Jesus. Have in his past tense. He has done it. He has done it. That's where you're at. And we do not think of ourselves that way, and I think that's one reason why we struggle with a lot of things on this earth. And that's, I mean, that is... The fact that we have been raised with him, seated with him, that is literally true. Now, it's not physically, you know, something can be literally true, but not physically true. So physically, we're not, you know. You well, know, you know what? Right there, not so sure about depends that. Depends on, yeah, then we get into quantum well, and, and all that so stuff. I'm not so sure. You so, yeah. can be in two places right. at one time, even in the physical okay, world. Okay, so yeah, so right. just to point that it's, right. that it is literally true is the main point. Well, we and don't so know. It, it's but, not just wishful. Well, I mean, in terms yeah. of us with Christ, right. it's not just something in the future that we are so certain not of it that we're pretending it. Right. It's not the, that, that's a good way of saying it. It's okay. not theoretical. It is truth. It, it is, is reality. It is some kind of reality. Now. And and that's who I am. And it's so either, then we live from that. Not to get there. We live right. from that reality. And, and this is, dovetails into my favorite phrase from John Lennox. It says, you have to say what the Bible says before you understand, say what, what it means. We're not sure we know all of what that means, but we're, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, that's what it says. It says you're seated in Christ in the heavenlies. Was that John? Is there two different John Lynches or did you get John Lennox? Okay, sorry, I thought you Lennox. said John Lynch. Okay, Lennox. John Lennox. Okay, Lennox all right. said that. Yeah, I remember we talked about that a few weeks ago. So okay. anyway, uh, I but set your mind. I mean, read that uh, Colossians chapter three, first oh four or five verses. And but, when we see who, I mean, uh, I, I get a little weary of posts and things that continually kind of make. It's like their goal is to make Christians or everybody feel guilty and inadequate. Oh, yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. And most th- then that's most cheered Christian on. posts. You know, that's cheered on. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Preach it, brother. Preach it. That's right. Amen. You know, you think about this. I thought this the other day. The sermons in Acts, you know, they all focused on the on Jesus and the resurrection. You know, they didn't start out focusing on bad news. Right. They, I mean, the good news is good news. You right. know, right. we ought to just be able to proclaim the good news as good news without having to, you know, that this the sermons in Acts didn't start out with, okay, uh, you all are, and it's interesting. The sermons in Acts two, I, I don't. They almost they never told people what to do until they were asked. Like even Peter, you mm-hmm. know, he just said, "Here's Jesus." You know, who are you, Christian? Yeah. You know, raised over there. Then they said, "Okay, what shall we do?" Yeah. But until they asked that, he didn't. Yeah. You know, he didn't tell them what to do. Or the house of Cornelius, you know, he just talks about who. Je- you know, so he never tells people what to do. He yeah, just proclaims who Jesus is. He was crucified. He's risen from the dead. He and the and the kingdom and all that and um, so yeah so we can set our minds on that by just remembering who Christ is and and and, the, and we don't have to do the, you know that's what the but, Holy Spirit within us is already guiding us that way but remembering so, yeah. who He is and where we are in relation to that well that's what, yeah, yeah when we know who He is he, part we, of who He is is He is the one that joined Himself with us and included yeah. us in Him so that's part of who He is too, as well so. Stayed on one theme. What's that, Jeff? You say we, something we, about we my kinda, music we here? We kind of stayed on one theme the entire, almost the entire podcast. That's a little well, late we, for us. Well, once we, we got on it, yeah, so, we did. So. And a happy birthday again to mom. So. Yeah, we love you, mom. All right.